Hello, and welcome to Download Radio Episode 4. Um, yeah, it's been a very long time since I've done one of these. It's been probably over a year. Um, um, yeah, um, I guess the main reason why I kind of stepped away from doing podcasts was lack of, um, I guess, lack of cast, you know, one person doing a podcast is kind of boring, kind of out of place. Um, and, you know, another reason for that is because I wanted to get a studio. I still have not done that, sadly. I, well, more or less, I haven't been able to, which is kind of lame, but what can you do? Um, I also wanted to get a little bit more equipment, which I have yet to do that as well. But, um, you know, I, I do have plans for that. That is going to happen eventually. <laughs> it's just been a pretty mundane year, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would like to get, you know, more active. So I am here now making an episode. Um, and I, I guess we'll just hop right into it. Um, the topic for this episode is... Um, a shift in reality. Um, I, for one, think something like that is definitely taking place. I think people are spiritually waking up to this new age of reality where our consciousness is definitely peaking. Um, I mean, and this isn't everybody. You know, some people, I hate to say it, just will not change. They can never change. They're too far gone. Um but I do think that the majority of people, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, necessarily my generation, a younger generation, or even an older generation, but a good number of people within each generation is having a reality shift. And I think for the planet, um, it's for the best. Um, so... I think people are becoming more conscious with um, feeling energies. Um, I think when it comes to people trying to find their spirituality, it's at an all-time high. You have more people doing yoga than you ever have. Um, You have people, you know, experimenting with meditations and, um, you know... DMT and like, you know, mushrooms or whatever, you know, people are experimenting, finding a deeper consciousness and reality. And I think we are on the brink of something big here. Um, But with big advancements also comes um, drawbacks. And I think a major drawback um, that we're seeing, um, especially now in these uh, day and ages, is that work as we've always known it, you know, like the typical five days, you know, nine to five, or like, you know, what, what, however hours, you know, that you do, uh, whatever shift, um, people are having a very, very hard time being happy and doing such things. Um, because that's so, that's so old school and it's so restricted and it kind of feels like you're, 
value as a person is to just constantly um, devoid yourself from a life, you know, working five days a week and only having two days off, excuse me. Um, I think a lot of people are trying to find alternatives and so they're either working from home or they're, you know, finding other methods of entrepreneurship and I do think we are hitting a breaking point where the youth um, is struggling. They're very struggling. They're always depressed. You know, I've had conversations with a few friends and, you know, <laughs> the normalization of talking about suicide and death and all this other shit, you know, it's, it's, it's staggering because it's like these people they honestly just want out. They're tired of, you know, going day in and day out constantly with this same um, trivial sense of, oh, you know, wake up, go to work, come home for work, dick around for a few hours, and then boom, do it all again. It's kind of, it is depressing, you know. I'm living through it now. I bet a number of people listening to this right now are kind of, all doing that kind of same cycle of the every week is kind of the same and uh, you know look it's very possible that it's just the weather and people are just depressed because it's you know it's extremely cold uh, you know here in New York um, it's dark very early like say about five o'clock it gets pretty freaking dark which is depressing I mean there's a number of factors that can, you know, influence our feelings, and, you know, it's it's very possible that it's just seasonal depression. But, I mean, honestly, I myself, even before the winter, you know, when I was working, even, you know, my, older, my old job, I kind of felt like, like I just wanted an end. Like, I just wanted to end it. You know, I, I, I was so sick of living this cycle of life where it just, I, I don't know, it just, it, it was depressing. And, um, you know, I think this reality shift has something to do with it because it's like, we're not living fulfilling lives. And yes, that could be influenced by our own um, decisions, but... I mean, the way the world is, you know, you kind of have to work in order to sustain yourself to live on a planet that you should have every right to be on as every other human being, you know, it's kind of, um, it's kind of constricting and, you know, there's always that feeling of, well, I just got to keep working to survive. I got to keep working to, you know, live on this planet. Um, I don't know. It's like very mundane and, um, it's sad because, you know, you're talking with a buddy of yours that you've known for, you know, over a decade and they're talking about, you know, how they don't really necessarily want to, you know, be alive. Like... That really hurts, you know, a lot. And um, 
it hurts even more because I can relate. <laughs> and, um, well, I guess this is just a message to those people, and I guess myself, you know, life has its ups and downs. It always will. Um, in the moment, sure, things might be terrible, but because you can analyze those as terrible means that you've had those times of, of bliss, of greatness, of happiness. And I do think every moment in life goes through like a cycle of happiness and a cycle of sadness. And I think you just have to get over the one before you can have the other. And so I think that's I think that's why I continue to live and try to have a life the best of my capabilities. Um, because I know when the sadness and the depression and the meaningless feelings go by, there's going to be these moments of like pure happiness, of like greater spirituality and I think we're really on the precipice of figuring out how to balance those things out in life and so that's why I think we just have to get over this hurdle um, in due time and people have their own methods of doing that and I think they just need to find out what they can do to get over or distract themselves from their moments of sadness And, you know, I think that's where people, like, really thrive off of, like, their hobbies is because it distracts them from their everyday bullshit of life. Like, oh, do I have enough money in my account to pay this or this and this? And it's like, okay, I do, I do, I do. But sometimes, you know, of course, it's like, oh, I don't. Well, it's, well, guess we can't buy this and that. So I guess we'll just sit on it and, you know, wait until we get paid again. And, um, you know, don't get me wrong. That's just life, you know. You just, that's life. So I think if people can just find that distraction, it can propel them forward into a brighter tomorrow. So, yeah. Now, I guess I kind of want to talk about um, some other like ways I think that um, maybe a conscious or a reality shift is happening um, and this is just from my perspective but do you notice like this weird amount of phenomenon that's taking place about like space and like even the uh, what, what was it like the Air Force or like um, the CIA or whoever whoever um, in government was releasing that footage about, you know, about, like, the UFO and stuff, and it's like, it's like, wow, you know, here is pretty much, like, a soft, a soft disclosure happening right in front of our eyes, and, you know, honestly, I don't think the world really understands how significant this is, um, and then you got other strangeness, like, um, you know, that object that happened to pass through, um, you know, or by, you know, Earth, and, you know, it's such an oblong shape, and the uh, trajectory of where it came from and where it went, um, you know, they say it's just, you know, it's just, oh, it's just an object, it's just, you know, just, uh, 
you know, what, like an asteroid or a comet or whatever, whatever they tried to say it was, but it's like, it seems more like a stronger possibility that, I mean, who knows, maybe it could have been a craft, I'm kind of on the fence of it, because I just, I don't know, it's not like I saw it personally, so, um, but I mean, it's major, just like this past couple of weeks, there's really been, um, a pickup of, um, space news and weird space anomalies happening, and, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, early 2018, we get, like, a strong disclosure, and, um, we're kind of pointed in the right direction for, um, you know, a better Earth, I guess, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it would be really nice to see advancements in technology for, uh, clean energy, which, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, um, we're definitely on the right track as we are, um, there's definitely more than ever currently, but I think to really push that forward, um, we need to get rid of these old methods completely. We need to just wipe them out and we need to implement these clean new ways of technology and energy before we make some serious, serious change. But, you know, currently we are making good progress. Seriously, we are. Um, <clears throat> so I'm taking pauses every now and then because I'm, I'm drinking some coffee. Um, not to change, change the subject too much, but hazelnut is fucking amazing. I strongly recommend it. I got, like, the, the K-cups and stuff. They're, they're, yeah, very convenient, very nice. Anyways, that's enough sponsoring. I'm, I'm not sponsored. Anyways, um, yeah, so conscious shift, reality shift. Um, I think we are probably entering a new, um, uh, like density or, you know, like a, a dimensional kind of shift where, you know, obviously we're third dimensional. Uh, our consciousness is a piece of the fourth dimension. Um, I think we are shifting into that fourth dimension as a whole. And, you know, right now it's very subtle changes. We probably don't notice it much. Um, but I do think the Mandela effect, if you don't know what the Mandela effect is, I'll give you a, a short snippet of what that is real quick. But, um, yeah, like the Mandela effect is when, you know, everybody as like a collective, you know, um, collective, oh boy, like a collective population of people remember something a certain way and, and they can swear by it like, oh, this is definitely the way it was, 100%. Um, and, you know, there's a big number of people that can do that. And then suddenly, you know, we go back and we check and it's completely different. And everybody who can swear that it was a certain way before is just kind of like, whoa, okay, well, um, I guess it's this way, but I could have sworn it was that way. Um, I think the Mandela effect is kind of a conscious 
shift in that dimension and we're just and because we're catching it and we're catching on it means that our reality is changing and it's going to continue changing in subtle ways before we kind of i mean we already kind of accept it now you know people are a lot of people are aware of the mandela effect and we at this point they've kind of i don't want to say forgotten about it but it's kind of become like a thing that's accepted now it's kind of like oh you know Oh, look, another Mandela effect. Oh, look, this has happened. This has changed. Oh, look, it's changed back. Blah, 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 blah. I think because people are aware of it now and they're just kind of accepting it, it's kind of like, okay, reality has shifted. Everyone, this is the way it is now. Just accept it. And I think that's what really, like, kicked me in the butt about thinking that you know, our reality is shifting into, you know, a higher plane of existence, I suppose. And I think eventually bigger and noticeable things are going to take place. Um, and I think that next big thing is meeting entities from a higher density or dimensional plane. And I think that's, that's the next hugest step for humanity is like, hey, we need to meet the other um, offsprings from the universe, the other, I guess the other humans, well, not, okay, maybe not humans, but you, you know what I mean, like the, the other, um, boy, oh boy, the other entities, our cosmic brothers and sisters, I suppose. We, it's time to meet the fucking aliens, okay? <laughs> and I think that's why things are ramping up when it comes to, like, disclosure and when it comes to, like, sightings. And I think it's because, honestly, if I was an alien or, you know, an extraterrestrial and I've been here for, I mean anywhere between thousands of years or I guess if you believe differently decades if I've been here and I've been observing the human race and let's say they first arrived when we decided to drop the first atomic or nuclear bomb well not nuclear Jesus Christ we haven't dropped one of those yet thank God um, but when we first discovered the you know how to harness the energy of an atom let's say that's when they first arrived and they've been watching humanity ever since let's say from that point to right now they've been watching and observing us and you know let's say they've even you know made suggestions to you know get away from that and use clean energy and all this other shit let's say that you know they've been watching for decades hoping that will change and we've and they've given us a number of scenarios and times to change and we still haven't done it i think by now after let's say what five decades they're getting a little impatient and they're getting a little annoyed by the fact that we still are using like this dirty energy. We're still, you know, causing this war and mayhem and, you know, we're doing all these negative things to our planet and to our population. And honestly, from their point of view, I would be like, look, if you don't start making some drastic changes and you don't, you know, make 
proper advancements to better the planet and humanity we're just going to ramp up in the um in the sightings um we're going to ramp up we're going to force you to you know cause a disclosure because we've given you more than enough time more than enough opportunity and we'd hate to see the earth you know die with you honestly we would hate for you to kill the planet because you're kind of already doing that now don't get me wrong um you know if you do the statistics and you do look up on the statistics we actually are doing pretty good for the planet the ozone layer is probably been in its best shape than it has since what like 1980 i think it was so if you look at that we are slowly you know we're bettering the planet but i think not at the speed that the et presence would like and i think that's why they're getting a little like aggravated and honestly probably annoyed and so i think this is why the disclosure is kind of ramping up in a way um And, you know, I just think, honestly, at the latest, 2020 is probably when, if not before then, 2020 is probably going to be a big year for disclosure if it hasn't already happened, which I think 2018 or 2019, it's definitely going to, I think. But of course, I mean, I don't fucking know for sure, but I would like for that to happen. So, yeah, there's many different weird factors that are, uh, you know, taking place. I guess moving on in topic, but not really. Um, I guess I would like to talk about, like, my own um, take on maybe, like, um, like, ghosts and spirits and stuff, you know? And I don't think... I think the plane that they exist on is probably, you know, I mean, obviously it's, I don't know if it's a higher or a lower plane of existence. I mean, it's probably a higher plane of existence. And I think that, you know, when you die or, see, it's hard to, it's hard to say because it's like you have people that believe that when you die, you know, you, um, you know, I guess you can say that, you know, some people believe that when you die, you go to heaven, obviously. Some people believe that you go to hell. Some people um, believe that, you know, you become a ghost. Um, of course, some people believe that when you die, you're just gone and that's it, you know. So there's always going to be a number of people that believe in a number of things. That's just human nature, you know, until something's proven, um, it's kind of up in the air for anybody to uh, decide. But, um, I, I, me personally, I think when you die, um, I, I, I think, I think you just, yeah, you just become a ghost. I don't really necessarily believe in heaven and I don't believe in hell. And, um, you know, I guess for me, it's either you become a ghost or you just, you just die. Okay. So I think when people like see ghosts and, um, you know, cause I mean, I have seen a ghost and so like, I think, 
that when they die, oh god, I hope you don't hear my dog barking. Anyway, so I think when you die, yeah, you do hear my dog. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> when you die, you do become a ghost, I think. And I think you enter either a purgatory type of like dimension. And don't get me wrong, I don't think you become a ghost forever. I think, I don't want to call it a heaven, but I think you do eventually, after finding something in that ghost dimension for you to pass on, you do pass on. But I don't think heaven is what people think it is. I think it's kind of like a, let's say it's more or less like a waiting room, like a waiting room to enter that new cycle of life. And I think life, I think when you enter that waiting room, you are shown the reflection of your life as it was as a whole. So like in that waiting room, you get to review your life as a whole and you get to see the impact of your life and your decisions that had on you and other people and how it affected their lives and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I do think when it's all over, um, when you've accepted these things and you know like you're at peace with that like you've held you held you held you, uh, blah, 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 blah. you have no regrets and you have no um you know feelings of um nostalgia like just when you fully completely understood your past life and you've accepted everything you've done i think then is when you're able to move on um and more or less get a a clean slate like you get to be I guess reborn you get to just continue on with another cycle of life that I think I want to say that next life will be slightly worse like you'll you'll be dealt like a slightly worse um, hand at life like let's say let's say your current life you know you were born um, and you know you're healthy you're healthy uh, you have both your parents um, you live a mundane life, um, not, you know, you don't deal with any type of hardness or tribulation throughout life. I mean, you do, but in small ways, it's nothing greatly impactful, right? And as the older your soul becomes, as you're more or less recycled over and over again, um, you get dealt a worst starting hand over and over and over again. So let's say, you know, you're an old soul, right? You've just lived out your... I don't know, 10th life, right? And you're recycled. And let's say your last life, you know, you had both parents growing up or whatever, right? Let's say that, that you know, that next cycle, you don't. Let's say one of your parents died, right? God forbid. And, um, you know, you kind of have to live life um, a little bit more in a difficult state because you're an old soul and the older your soul becomes the more hardship that recycled soul has to go through now let's say your soul is 100 like 100 you've lived 100 lives right that next cycle let's say you come out born with a deformity right and you have to live your whole life um deformed and you know 
you're a burden on your family. Well, look, I don't want to be all mundane and mean about this, but yeah, more or less, you're a burden on your parents. They have to take care of you as long as they possibly can before they die. And I think that's just kind of how it works. You know, that's why, you know, when you like right now, if you look around you and you see people and the way they live and their lives, you know, it's either a good life or a bad life. And I think it's because they're either a young soul or an old soul. And the younger your soul, the easier your life cycles will be. But the older your soul is, the harder they become because whenever you're recycled, the older you get, you have to learn a new experience. Like your, your soul has to go through a new experience, an experience of hardship that, that you overcome, that you learn something from. And don't get me wrong, you know, when you die and you recycle into your next life, obviously you don't remember your past life because that would be cheating. Um, and I don't know. I mean, maybe after a limit has reached, I don't know how much, nobody knows, or if this is all just, you know, the weirdness in my brain. <laughs> um, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's a limit, maybe 500 recycles after that 500 or 500 lives that you've lived after that last one boom you become i don't know maybe a cosmic entity maybe you i don't know maybe you shift to a new planet a new universe i don't well yeah universe galaxy whatever let's just say you don't you're not recycled onto this planet anymore you're recycled to a new one and you start all over again and you're back to one. I, I I don't know. That's weird. This is the kind of weird shit that I think about. Um, I don't know. Maybe that was a little bit off topic a little bit. But I think that that's my personal take on like when you die. And, you know, maybe, you know, you become a ghost. And in that ghost realm, you know, there's that waiting room where you review your um, past life. And, you know, when you accept all of that and you're ready to move on to the next life, it's going to be slightly harder than the last. And I think because of that, you learn something new and your soul, as it gets older and older and older, it becomes something more spiritually wise, more, more awakened, uh, you could say. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say that, you know... I personally think that I'm like an older soul compared to other people because, you know, I might be totally wrong, but I've known, you know, a level of different hardships that, you know, even I face now today. And, you know, I think, you know, if I'm wrong, so be it. But if I'm right, you know, it kind of gives me a good amount of closure and, uh, you know, hope for, you know, life and 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 the beauty of it and you know i'm learning stuff all the time and i think people are always when they're going through hardship you know that they're learning something and you know it makes them a better person you know and it enriches their soul to a deeper consciousness you know so i mean that's my little take on um on, I guess reincarnation is more or less what that is in my book, but I guess it's my own little twist on it. Um, and like I said, I, I can totally be wrong, but um, 
I don't know. I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, I, I guess moving on to like a con, you know, to back to the main topic at hand, um, like a conscious, uh, shift or a shift in reality. Um, my hope is that, you know, if there is one going on that people catch on a little bit more quickly than they have. And, you know, I'm excited for that shift when it takes full effect because, you know, when it comes to space and stuff, I think we are really ready for that next frontier. And, um, you know, I, I really hope and pray that, you know, I live to see a, uh, future where we're making like real progress and like you know we got those bases on the mars and on the moon and stuff and <clears throat> we already have bases on the moon uh probably on mars too but <clears throat> when it comes and becomes like a reality and it's like shown to the public i think that is when people really wake up and be like wow you know we're so much greater than what we are and what we're shown. And, you know, I think people just don't really understand the value of their life and the value of reality and consciousness. And they're just kind of, they get absorbed in the everyday life of going to work, paying this bill, you know, going out and buying these things and blah, 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 blah. And they're just so, they're just so spiritually dead inside because they just don't see what other people see and like the vivid colors and sounds and experiences that everybody goes through on the daily they just don't sit and absorb that and I think that's the most depressing thing to see in reality right now but don't get me wrong a lot of people are waking up and they're shaping around that and they're becoming better people and I think people just need to wake up more. And we're getting there. And I'm excited. So I'm going to cut this episode kind of short. I know it's only like about 35 minutes in. Um, like I said, I do apologize that I've been away for a while. Um, I really do have hopes and dreams of getting back into this and being way more active. So just, um, you know, just give me time. And I'll really get into it, I promise. I just... I don't know. Life has been weird for me. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I hope you enjoyed. Um, I really don't remember all the stuff I was going to say on an outro. So... Anyways, thanks for listening. Um, this was episode four. Uh the reality shift that's taking place now. Alrighty. See you next time.